Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Ademo. Today we are starting a series on engaging God's favor. Engaging God's favor. We have come to observe and notice over the years, as a young minister of the gospel, I have come to see that in life you need favor. We cannot live the life God wants us to live except we have the favor of God upon our lives. Whether it's in our circular walk, whether it's in our spiritual walk, whether it's in the life assignment God has given us, we need the favor of God upon our lives. Whether in our infantry stage, our youthful stage, our adult stage, we need the favor of God upon our life. Favor is something we cannot do without. Favor is something that we cannot ignore. If you ignore favor, the best you can ever be is achieve an ordinary life. And you and I have not been called to an ordinary life. According to John 10.10, 10, he said he came that we might have life. And not just have life, but have life in abundance. Abundant life is what he came for. Extraordinary life. He took us from ordinary to become extraordinary. And for us to achieve to the fullness what he had prepared for us to be, we need the favor of God. God has got this instrumentality called favor. He has put this thing called favor. He has released it on operation on the earth. For you to embrace and for you to walk with. So that you can be all that he wants you to be. Turn quickly with me to the book of Genesis chapter 39 this morning. Genesis 39. Verses 2 to 4. And that same Genesis 39 from verses 21 to 23. And I will read from here. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in the sight. Joseph found grace in the sight, on his sight. And he served him. And he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put in his hand. Verses 21 to 23 of the same chapter. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the housekeeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners and that were in the prison and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Wow. There's a story of a man whom we know very well, who we are familiar with in the scriptures. In fact, one of the patriarchs 
of the gospel, one of the patriarchs of humanity. His name, Joseph, who later became a prime minister in Egypt. You can see from the, through, from the scriptures that I've read, that whether when he was a slave in Potiphar's house, whether in the prison, when in time of trouble, or whether when he got to the palace with Pharaoh, because the Bible says God gave him favor even before Pharaoh. So it doesn't matter the state of life you are in or where you are, whether in the prison, whether in the palace, whether in the house, wherever you are in life, you need the favor of God. Walking in the favor of God is one of the things you need on your pathway in destiny. Your destiny can't be what God wants it to be except you operate in the favor of God. As a believer, you can't live the kind of life God wants you to live or intends for you to live except you have his favor on you. Even his son Jesus had to be given favor to fulfill his destiny on the earth. The Bible says in Luke 2.52 that the child grew. He grew in wisdom, in knowledge. He grew in wisdom. He grew in spirit. He grew in stature before God and before man. God gave him favor before man. He gave him favor before him for him to fulfill his destiny. So this morning, I just want to encourage you. We will talk about growing in favor in the next series, in the part two. Because it's one thing for you to have favor, which a lot of children of God do have favor. But the question is, are they growing in favor? That's another strand of this series that we are going to look at. How to grow in the favor of God. Because some people, it's only the favor at salvation and they have been stuck with that favor. They have not learned to grow the favor of God upon their lives. So before we go on, we want to look at the topic. What is favor? We want to share what does favor mean? Favor simply means divine help. I've got about 12 definitions of favor, but I will not bore you with all the definitions this morning because it's a series. We'll take some other definitions next week. It says it means divine help. We need divine help. And why this subject of favor is so important to us because of the destiny, the face of life we are all facing right now. A lot of people are worried. A lot of people are panicking. A lot of people are saying, will the world ever be the same again after this encounter? How are things going to be financially? The world economy is going to crumble or what? People are wondering what is going to happen after this pandemic. This is during the pandemic. Perhaps there were some things you should have done before the pandemic. This is during the pandemic. Now, what, after, what about after the pandemic? How are things going to be? Like I told you, in every phase of your life, you need the favor of God. During this pandemic, you need God's favor. After the pandemic, you need God's favor. In the future pandemics, you need God's favor. Every time, you need the favor of God. So what is favor? Number one, it means divine help. 
divine help. Divine help. Another definition of favor. What does favor mean? Heaven helping you for your desires to come to pass. It's the divine help from heaven. Heaven assisting you for your desires to come to pass. That is favor. When you are giving divine assistance. Number three. Favor is heaven making your dreams and your visions come into reality. What you have seen, what you have captioned in your mind about your tomorrow. Seeing it happen in your very eyes. That is the favor of God. Number four, divine favor is God standing by you throughout your journey. God standing by you throughout your journey. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. God was with him. God never left him. God was standing by his side. The presence of God was with him. That is favor. For God to be with you 24-7, actively, not dumbly. That is the favor of God. Luke 2.52 says, I mean, that's why I want to encourage you, don't miss any of this series. Because we are going to look at different strands of favor. And how you need the favor of God and how to constantly and consistently activate the favor of God for the favor of God to be alive with you 24-7. You need it. In your place of work, you need favor. In your business, you need favor. In your finances, you need favor. In your city, you need favor. You need favor before men and favor before God. You need favor for before your neighbor. You need People who God has touched their hearts to be favorable, to come and meet you on your path of destiny. You need favor. You need the divine assistance of God. Praise God. Number five. Favor is heaven helping you to bring to pass beyond what you ever ask, hope, or think. To bring to pass. What you haven't asked, hope, or think. The level is so high, but it comes to pass. That's favor. The word favor comes from the Hebrew word henhen, henhen, which simply means mercy, mercy, mercy. It also means mercy. We need the favor in this wicked world. We need divine favor from above. We need the favor of God that will help us escape with ease the corruption that is in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we need the favor of God. As we continue in this series, Engaging God's Favor, I want to share with you this morning seven ways to lay demand on God's favor. Seven ways in which you can position yourself in laying demand on God's favor. Throughout the Bible, many people enjoy the favor of God. I have not yet seen anyone who has something significant to do in life. Who has put his footprints on the sands of time? Who did not enjoy the favor of God to do so? It is divine favor of God that makes a man become what God wants him to be. Living a life without favor at best, like I said earlier, is to have an ordinary life. And you know you and I have not been called to an ordinary life. We have been called to a life of abundance, extraordinary life. It's favor that got you saved. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.8, 
By the grace of God are we saved through faith. We are saved by grace through faith. Another word for favor is grace. Favor puts an extraordinary upon you. Favor, when activated, delivers what nothing else can. It delivers what nothing else can. It puts you in a class of its own. I seek God, elevate your life. I seek God, change your story. I seek God, put you on a new pedestal. I seek God, bring a shift in your life. I seek God, move you forward. I seek God, divinely assist you. I seek divine help on every side for you. For you, your children, your spouse, your family, in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Acts 2, 46 to 47 says they had favor with all people they had favor talking about the apostles they had favor with all people it doesn't matter who the person is it doesn't matter how the person is they can hate you with everything they have but listen to me god will still give you favor before them that's what happened to israel in the day they were living egypt god gave them favor before the egyptians to the point that they spoiled the whole city. They spoiled the whole country. How? Because God gave them favor. He promised them in Exodus 3 that he would give them favor. In Exodus 24, he actually gave them the favor. I see God promises come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. But the question is this morning. How do I put the favor of God to work? Because I need favor before God. I need favor before men. How do I put this favor to work? It's one thing to know a principle of God. It's another thing to know how to activate or put this principle to work. Every principle requires your part to play. I shared the other day that the Bible is based on two premises. It's on divine sovereignty and human responsibility. Praise God. And I'm trusting God that today, God will open you up to begin to take the steps that will make you do your part to the fullness of the measure of the statue of Christ. Play it. You need to play your part before it comes to reality. At salvation, Jesus finished the work on the cross, but you need to believe it in your heart and confess it with your mouth. Healing is the same. Healing has been delivered to you, but you still need to participate by faith to proclaim your healing. There is always your part to do in the scheme of things. Psalm 89 verse 20 is another explicit explicit scripture that explains this principle. In Psalm 89 verse 20, the Bible says, I have found my servant David, and with an holy oil have I anointed him. God found him. Does that mean God was looking for something? Obviously, yes. Because he couldn't have used the word found if he wasn't looking for something. In First Samuel 13, 14, he was described as a man after the heart of God. In Acts 13, 22, concerning David, a man that I like. Because I was convinced that David must have done something for God to be attracted to him. There must have been something in his life. 
that brought God towards him. Hallelujah. Another translation says in that Acts 13, 22, a man whose heart is like mine. <laughs> a man whose heart is like mine. So there must have been something in his life he did to attract God's favor. Favor does not just jump on people. People position themselves for it. Hallelujah. And I see God position you in this week in the name of Jesus. You begin to enjoy unusual level of favor. The kind of favor that people in your lineage have never tasted nor handled in the name of Jesus. Quickly this morning, for the sake of time, let us go over these seven principles that I believe strongly in my heart, from the depth of my heart, that will position you, hallelujah, that will make you lay a demand on the favor of God. Number one, the first thing you do in laying demand on the favor of God is to ask. You ask for it. You ask for it, you will pray for it. You ask for it by praying for it. Hallelujah. Ask for it. Ask for it from God, ask for it from man. Some favor you don't ask for. There are favors you don't ask for which God has put in you. Hallelujah. Because God also gives favor. But one of the ways you do it is first of all by demanding, asking for it. The Bible says God gives favor. He gives favor. He gives favor. He does. For example, in Esther, look at Esther chapter 2 verse 15. The Bible says, and Esther found favor before all those that looked upon her. Everybody that was looking around, she just found favor. She just found favor with them. And in Esther chapter 2 verse 17, the Bible says, Esther found favor before the king. Immediately the king cited Esther. He said, competition is over. And that's why I'm speaking to a damsel somewhere today that competition for you will soon be over. Because he that will find you will find you in the name of Jesus. Say a resounding amen that can hear you even through this camera. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But there are favors she received because she asked. There are favors you get, you don't ask for it. I agree. But there are some you, you get because you ask. For example, when Esther was going to see the king, was going to make a demand to see the king, at a time she shouldn't see the king. Look at what happened to her. The Bible makes us to understand. She said, if I perish, I perish. But she needed the favor of God. And immediately she approached the king. The scepter of the king intercepted. That no, she cannot be executed for seeing the king at the wrong time. That is favor. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Zechariah 10, 1 says, ask for the rain in time of the latter rain. Christians should learn to ask for favor. You should learn to ask for favor. Walk in favor in your life. Ask for favor. Learn to ask for favor. Say it every time because you are blessed and highly favored. When you need favor, ask for it. Make a demand for it. Ask in prayer. 
the worst answer you can get is somebody says no or you get no in prayer but ask there is no prayer of there is no answer of no if a, if something is not asked so you should ask ask hallelujah when you make a request this is the secret the power of god goes with the request the power of god goes with the request the power of God goes to work. So you need to ask for favor from God. Make a demand. Praise God. Make a demand for favor. I notice, I've observed, Christians don't know how to enjoy the favor package they have. God has, the favor of God is upon you because God is with you. You must learn to ask. You must learn to ask. It took me a long time before I, I started understanding this. That I needed to put my favor discount in place. The favor discount must be in place. I've learned. And ever since I've learned this, I don't buy my cars in the, in, 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 in the price that is labeled out there. No. I know there is a favor in it for me. Anything I'm purchasing, I I go with the attitude, I go with the expectation of God's favor. God's favor is always in place. It's always available. Only if you don't want to use it. So ask for the favor. A personal testimony I want to give to the glory of God. In one of the houses I purchased in life. In fact, the last resident I lived before my current one. When when it was time to purchase that property, the price was put there and the property had been there for a while. So I made my offer. I made my offer. It was so low that the real estate agent said, no, it's too embarrassing to put this offer. I asked the real estate agent, are you working for me or working for somebody else? I said, put in the offer. And by the time the offer even got to the bank, the man at the bank said, I've been doing real estate deals for over 35 years. I've not seen this kind of favor before. In this same Niagara region, I bought the house almost $100,000 below the valued price. Why? Favor. In fact, the man had to pursue and ask me, what kind of job am I doing? I said, I'm a pastor. I said, oh, no wonder. Continuing that work you're doing. I've been a Christian for a long time too. I know that there must be something upon you that made that work. Praise God. Same as things. When you go to shop, the same thing. The favor of God is upon you. Make a demand on favor. You're applying for a job. Make a demand on favor. You are negotiating your salary. Make a demand on favor. You are closing a business. Make a demand on favor. Hallelujah. Always make that demand. Ask for favor. And the favor of God will come your way. Amen. The second one is a righteous lifestyle. A righteous lifestyle. A righteous lifestyle. How do I make a demand? By living a righteous lifestyle. Psalm 5 verse 12 says, Thou, O Lord, will bless the righteous, and with favor thou would encompass him round about as with a shield. Sin 
is a way of blocking your favor. Don't live a life of sin. Don't participate in sin. Whatever is wrong is wrong. You can't take it anywhere in the world for it to become right. It's true evil. Arms length. Even go a mile and a kilometer length away from sin. Don't participate in evil. Jeremiah 5.25 says, Sin and iniquities withhold good things from you. They withhold good things from you. Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalts a nation, and sin is a reproach to a people. Proverbs 13.15 Proverbs 13.15 says, Good understanding gives favor. The way of the transgressor is hard. The way of the transgressor is hard. The way of the transgressor is hard. Proverbs 12, 2 says, A good man obtain favor from the law. A good man will always obtain favor from the law. Proverbs 8, 35 says, He that finds me early. Wisdom is talking here. He says, He that finds me early finds life and has obtained favor of the law. Praise God. Why was Mary highly favored? Why was it attributed to Mary that she is favored of the Lord? That she has favor before the Lord God Almighty. Why? Because she was chaste. She, she had many offers, but she didn't make herself useless. She didn't just throw her body in the arms of everything that is called a man. She didn't do that. Why would she have favor? Because she kept herself clean. I'm throwing a challenge out there to you young ladies. Keep yourself pure. The guy invites you over to his house and you decided to move in there without wedlock or anything and you say, well, it's free rent. That free rent will become free something. And that free something will not be good at the end of the day. Praise God. Keep yourself clean. Keep yourself pure. Live the right way. The right way attracts the favor of God. The wrong way repels and rejects the favor of God. Noah was singled out in his generation. Why was he singled out? Because of righteous lifestyle. Righteous lifestyle. That was a lifestyle that is a bit scarce these days. If you can't beat them, join them. It's like, you know, you just have to, uh, you just have to flow, pastor, pastor, you don't understand. I got to flow. You can't keep on flowing with the Joneses. You can't. Noah was singled out simply because of a righteous lifestyle. The Bible says he found favor in the sight of God. Righteousness, righteousness, a righteous lifestyle. Joseph forgave his brothers. And that was why... God turned his situation around. He forgave his brother. Many people thought it was when he met his brothers that he forgave them. No, he had forgiven them long time ago. Even before he got into the prison from Potiphar's house, he had forgiven them. And that was why God could turn his own situation around. Praise God. So, you want favor? Clean up your acts. Live right. Do what is right. Embrace a righteous lifestyle. Deuteronomy 6.18 says, Do what is right in his sight, so that it can be well with you. 
Deuteronomy 12, 25, Deuteronomy 12, 28, Deuteronomy 13, 18. It says, do good and do what is right. Righteous lifestyle. Yes, I know you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Righteousness has been given to you as a gift. I know. I'm a new creation reality person too. I love it. The righteousness we don't work for. Yes, it has been given as a gift. But after receiving the gift of righteousness, there is a lifestyle that people who have received that gift live. That's what we are saying. Live right. Live the righteous lifestyle. Live the righteous lifestyle that supports that indeed you have received a gift of righteousness. Praise God. Number three. Number three. Number three this morning. I hope you have been blessed. Glory be to God. Number three. What do I do? How do I continue to lay? Uh, what do I do to make a demand on on? On the, on the favor of God in my life. Number three, this is what you do. By being expectant. Be expectant for God's favor. Be expectant for God's favor. Be expectant. In the morning when you wake up, be expectant to see favor. Beyond coronavirus, beyond this lockdown, be expectant to see favor. Expect promotion in your place of work. Expect new jobs to come your way. Expect new opportunities to come your way. Expound your horizon. Expect great things. Expect good news. Some people, the news you are expecting after this time is for the world to announce that the economy has crashed. That's some people's expectation. Let that not be your expectation. Because when men say there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. The Bible says because of, your, because of you, your taste is different. Believe that. Believe that. Believe that. Look out for the coming favor. The more we expect to receive an experience the more likely we will partake of that experience when we are expectant. The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Proverbs 10, 24. Proverbs 23, 18. He said the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. So be expectant. Expectancy is a way of drawing favor to us. Favor will come when we are expectant. Ladies and gentlemen, be expectant. Be expectant in the morning. Be expectant in the evening. Be expectant at new day. Be expectant even in your dreams. Be expectant at the midnight hour. Be expectant. Be pregnant with expectation. Praise God. It's a very important key to positioning yourself in laying demand on the favor of God. Expectation. Heaven, when they check you, let them see you expectant. Let them see you eager. Praise God. In the name of Jesus. Believe God for that promotion. In my last place of work, uh, 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 because I was going to be uh, promoted to a position of a director and I was expectant. Before it came, I started dressing like one. Because there is a dress code for the directors. I was dressing like one. I started dressing like one. And when the promotion came, I, I told you I was coming. 
Praise God. Expectant. Be expectant. It's a very important key. That job, be expectant of your promotion. That mortgage you are believing God for, be expectant it will be approved. That scholarship you are trusting God for, students, be expectant you will have it. That promotion at your place of work, it is yours, be expectant. That connection you need for that next level, be expectant. God will bring people that he has touched their heart, he will bring them your way. Be expectant for that breakthrough. Be expectant for that turnaround. Be expectant for that good news. That good news is coming your way. Be expectant. Be expectant. Build your expectation. Spend time to build your expectation. You wake up in the morning, make some declarations about your expectation. The more expectant you are, the more that favor draws towards you. Be expectant. Build it. Imagine it. Act like it. Praise God. Act like it. Like, like it. Praise God. Uh, there's, this, uh, f- f- uh, th- there's this story I'm always fond of. It's a story about Muhammad Ali. One, uh, they used to call him the greatest. Well, he's not the greatest. I mean, the greatest boxer. They, they tried to make him. And uh, uh, there were some things he, he normally used to do. You see, his expectation was very high. His expectation was high. He would predict the match before he enters the ring and he will say it and as many people who know Muhammad Ali he has a very loud mouth he will talk it through he will make he will speak so loud that his opponent will be scared he will have defeated him psychologically he will tell him he's going to finish him around two he's going to be a knockout and if he's good he will make it round three that's how he said, if you're good, I'll make it round three. But I'm going to get you down at two. I mean it's two. You won't get past two. You can't make it to two. You can't go beyond two. That's how he'll be talking. To the point that the opponent, if he's listening to him, is going to be scared. There was a guy, a popular match like that. I won't tell you the name of his opponent. After he promised him round two. And after he knocked him down in round two. Muhammad Ali moved towards him and told him. He said, I told you I was coming. I told you I was coming. Why are you surprised? I told you it was round two. You're on the floor now. You better don't get up. The guy just gave up there. Why? Why? He was expectant. Now, if somebody who doesn't know God can be that expectant, how much more you that God says you should expect good things and he will give it to you. Come on, shout a good amen where you are. Announce it to one or two, three or three people. I am expectant. I am expectant. I'm expectant. For God to bless me beyond my wildest dreams, I'm expectant. Expect favor on all sides. Expect pleasant surprises. Expect men to bless you. Expect people to bless you. Expect men God have touched their heart to be a blessing to bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Psalm 65 verse 11 says, the Lord will crown the year for me with his fatness. Yeah. Do you still believe this year is your year? Or coronavirus has taken away all your dreams for this year. No, 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 a thousand times no. It's just getting better, brother. It's just getting better, sister. It's just getting better, people of God. 
He can't take away the dream. God spoke in the beginning of the year and that which he said is coming to pass. This year is a goodly year for me. He's not taking any of my dreams away. I've got that list. It's still in front of my mirror. And God is meeting every, every, every need that I, that I put before him. Hallelujah. Expect to be great this year. Expect greater things this year. Expect things to be great despite COVID-19. All blessings waiting to manifest will surely manifest. Oh yes, God will show up for me on every side. God will show up for you on every side. Expect your boundary lines to fall on pleasant places. Expect your boundary lines to fall on pleasant places. Another way to lay demand for, for his favor is number four, when you sow favor. You sow favor. S-O-W. You sow favor. You can't be expecting favor without sowing favor. You to show unusual kindness to people. Give people divine assistance. Open up your bowels of compassion. And be a blessing to your world. Look for people out there and extend an arm of graciousness to. In the name of Jesus. When you give people what they don't, what they don't merit, that is favor. Give them what they don't merit. Give what does not cost them anything. Give it to them. Not giving something and say, oh, you're going to pay for this. You're going to pay, but you can pay me later. Why not give it? Praise God. Learn to show favor. Show favor. Matthew 7, 12 says, as you want people to treat you, treat them the same way. Do unto them how, what you want people to do unto you. Even when people don't qualify, allow God to qualify them in your heart. Yes, I agree with you. There are people you want to show kindness, but they don't qualify. But allow God to qualify them. Don't wait for them to be qualified. That is what is called favor. At such junctions, God will remember you too. When you don't meet the qualification, that promotion that you are believing God for, you don't meet the qualification. There are some trainings you should go for that you don't qualify. But you see, God can turn it around. God can make them promote you and at the same time send you for the training. What has never happened before in that department or in that parastata or in that ministry or in that company. God can make the exception because of you. But sow seeds of favor. Those seeds speak for you. Where, when deliberation is about to be made and you are not given the opportunity to speak. Those seeds will speak for you. That, oh, there are voices in the realm of the spirit that have to speak on your behalf. So favor. Tell, tell yourself this morning, I will so favor. I will have a timetable of favor to sow. Practice it regularly. There are days I come to this church with extra cash. People around me don't know, but I'm just waiting for the prompting of the spirit. The Lord minister to me. Who and who am I blessing today? Who am, who am I giving to today? Be a giver. Show unusual kindness. 
When you go to store, the Lord has blessed you. You are trying to get some new shirts. Buy extra for somebody that needs one too. Buy extra shoes for somebody that needs an extra spare shoes. You might not be at the level of giving away houses, but God will take you there. I'm believing God that in my lifetime, I will be able to give out houses to people in the name of Jesus Christ. Give out cars. Sow cars into people's life. Praise God. You might say, oh, I don't have the, I don't even have a car. But what do you have? Can you sow groceries? Can you sow another extra milk to some family? Can you give extra, extra cash there, extra coffee cards to some families? Can you just do something beyond the norm? So favor. Even students, you can ask them, how much is your school fee? They didn't ask you to come and pay their school fees. But can you ask them, how much is your school fees? Oh, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, $3,000 for this semester. Okay, this is $1,000. Or this is $500 towards it. So seeds. Give. Praise God. Look for people to help. Because helpers of destiny will not be far from you too. The time you need help, helpers of destiny, you won't have to call. The Bible says there's a company of people before they call, I will answer. They will come to you and say, the spirit of God is laying something in their hearts towards you. So favor. Give. Give groceries, help people, help even to the point of lifting people after service. Don't just walk into your car and go home. Ask for somebody that needs a ride. Oh, you are going to the east end, they are going to the west end. It doesn't matter. This car is the Lord's car. It will only take me another 10 or 5 minutes. Let that be a service unto the Lord. Other times too, I will never be stranded. People will come. And, and, and help me out in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Helpers of destiny will come for you from afar in the name of Jesus. From your good heart, so benevolence. Give generously. What you want people to do for you, do for others as well. There are other things you can do. Do you have furniture you can give? Praise God. Do you have something nice in your household you can give? Just have that mentality to sow. Let me tell you this secret. Don't, apart from your tithes and offering, don't let any month go without you touching lives. After any month, God will take you to any week will not go without you touching somebody's life in terms of seed. After that, God will promote you that every day there will be somebody's life you are touching. After that, God will take you to every hour. Even when you are sleeping, it doesn't mean you are not touching somebody. Praise God. See yourself graduate that way. And you will see the, the, the recompense is the same. As you give every hour, something is coming to you every hour. As you are doing it monthly, something supernatural is hitting your home monthly. If you're doing it weekly, every week you will have a testimony. It will not cease. You put it to practice. Many people know this theory. Many people know this principle. But the question is, are you practicing it? Start with what you have. 
If it's $25 a week you can afford right now, take that $25 apart and say, this is my giving account. This is the account from which I bless people. If you don't want to call it giving, call it blessing account. That this is the account I bless people from. I bless people weekly. Bring it out weekly. And if you have moved from weekly, if you are still monthly, if some of you, is yearly. It's only during Christmas. That's the time you remember to bless somebody. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I know that might be your level now, but if God has been gracious unto you, push yourself to monthly. From monthly, push yourself to weekly. Every Sunday, at least let it be a Sunday, Sunday thing. That one, that one won't, won't, I mean, you won't forget. Because you will come to church on Sundays anyway. So let it be a day that Lord open my eyes. Let me see amongst my brethren who I can be a blessing to. What about your neighborhood? Have you tried to bless your neighbor? Have you looked at your neighbor and said, what need will this neighbor have? What can I do to be a blessing to this neighbor? You can cook a meal sometimes and take it to your neighbor. And say, oh, this is a meal. I trust it will bless you. Have it. Praise God. Or do a pleasant, maybe, maybe they like a particular meal. You can order it for them. And, and be a blessing. Praise God. It can be a tie. It can be something. Just be a blessing. Amen. Tell somebody I choose to be a blessing this year. Yeah, because as you bless, you attract God's favor. Number five, confess. Confess favor. Confess favor. That's how you lay demand of favor. Through confession. Through confession. Confess favor. Let the favor of God be upon you. Just before, just before I take number five, I want to give another personal testimony here of the favor of God. It was my days in the university. I was blessed with a pastor. This pastor gave up all to be a pastor. You could see then that it was a difficult decision he made. He threw away a corporate job just to come to a rural area and become a pastor. So I'd learned some of these principles then. God bless one of those whom God used to stir me up in ministry, Reverend George Adebui, taught us this principle of sowing. So, on this particular time, I began to sow into this pastor's life. I would give him, I would go to the market, buy food stuff, pack it. I cannot be coming from home and not pack my pastor's portion. I'll go and bless him. I did not know that the seed I was sowing, apart from the spiritual blessings, they were packaging something for me in the future. So, there was a time in this pastor's life, he got a breakthrough. And through that breakthrough, he traveled to the United States of America. He went to the, one of the best universities, leadership training institute in the world, Haggai Institute in Hawaii. And he got there and he did a fantastic job. He became a lecturer there. He did a fantastic job. And they gave him an opportunity to recommend 
somebody. Somebody he sees as a leader and who they can impart to. And lo and behold, my pastor recommended me. And here was I. At that, at that time in my life, I had never been to the United States of America. And here was I coming into one of the greatest leadership institutions in the whole world, Haggai Institute, just by recommendation. You see, the seed you sow yesterday, they are coming to answer for you in your tomorrow. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You never knew what those seeds would turn into. All expenses paid to America. I didn't have to buy a ticket. I didn't have to buy anything. I, I was hosted and so on and so forth. Just what did I give to this man of God? <laughs> just tubers of yam. Just rice. Just a few cash as a student myself. And look at where it landed. So you never know where it's going to take you. I think that is for somebody today. That God is going to take you places in Jesus name. Number five, confess favor. Confess favor for, over yourself. Confess it over your children. Your children, you might not have been privileged to go to the best of schools, but your children will have scholarships that will open new doors to great Ivy League schools in the name of Jesus. Confess that favor over your children. Confess it over your business. Confess it over your ministry. Confess it over your health, your wealth your posterity and your prosperity in the name of Jesus. Send men who have touched, who God has touched their heart. God will send men who he has touched their hearts to you in the name of Jesus. That you will be considered, you will be preferred in the name of Jesus. You will have favor before your colleagues. Confess it every time. Favor before your colleagues. Favor before your boss. Favor before your superiors. Confess it every time. Confess. Confession brings possession. As you confess it, it comes to pass. Hebrews 13, 5 says, He has said, verse 6, so that you may boldly say. You have to keep on saying it because God has said it and you will have it in the name of Jesus. Speak it again and again. Speak favor over your life. You have to constantly speak favor. When you wake up in the morning, you are going to walk. I have favor today. I will meet with people who will favor my cause. I will have favor in everything I have to buy today. There will be favor. Everyone I speak to today, there will be favor. God will touch their heart for me, for my sake. He will touch their heart in the name of Jesus. Whenever my name is mentioned, wherever it is mentioned, it will be for a good cause. It will be in my favor. Confess it. Doors will open for you. Doors will open for me. Doors will open for us in the name of Jesus. My offer will be accepted. Hallelujah. Confess it. I will meet with favor today. Unprecedented favor. Favor will come my way. Those who have forgotten me will remember me. You keep on saying that. You confess the favor of God. In the name of Jesus. This year I will not lose any money. This year there shall be no loss. It's a dangerous thing to say in a time like this. But you say it. 
You will see when it comes to your case, your case will be different. You'll be divinely exempted because you are saying it. People will help me. God will send people to help me. And those who will help me will help me well. Will help me well. You know, there are some help that is not, uh, it's just 50% help. So it's good to confess that those who will help you will help you well. I'm sure you know we are not depending on people. It's God. But God will always send people to you. God will not come from heaven. It's people he will use. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. You will meet with people that have keys to doors. Unusual doors. Doors of greatness. Doors of opportunity. Doors of favor. Hallelujah. Doors that none in your lineage have ever entered into. God will give it to you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, people will help you well. When they see you, they will recognize you. That you are the one they have been looking for. Praise God. Glory be to God. Number six. Acknowledge favor whenever it shows up. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge favor when it shows up. When you know this is the favor of God. I told you about that opportunity to have gone to United States. That time I was living in the western part of Africa. Praise God. I got that letter. It was as if I was dreaming. In the same letter I got that said that I've been invited to Hagar Institute in Hawaii. In the same letter, it had my ticket there. It had my name there. I was shocked. It was as if I was dreaming. I was dreaming. What I didn't plan for, three weeks, all expenses paid. Praise God. God is good. God is good. So you acknowledge favor. I said this can only be the hand of God. I thanked God. I gave him glory. I gave him praise. I acknowledge that is the handiwork of God. There was nothing in me that could have qualified me for that. I was going to be eating and dining with the leaders of the world. I was nothing qualified me to have gone for that, for that training. Except God. Every time, acknowledge favor when it shows up. Praise the Lord. Give thanks. I've been acknowledging some, some, some favors of the Lord here, even during this message. Give thanks to God whenever it shows up. Acknowledge the favor of God that this is a divine act of God. Praise the Lord. Another one visited me during this pandemic here. Because like I told you, it's what I do in practice. And I want to encourage you also, do it frequently. I feel even I must, I don't do it enough. Do it more. You will see the handy, handy work of God. I can mention areas of my life today that I don't even qualify for. But I know it's the favor of God. The favor of God will take you there. Is the favor of God sustaining me in St. Catharines? Is the favor of God sustaining me in this region? Is the favor of God I live by favor every time? Glory be to God. And I want to implore you, live by favor. 
Favor will take you there. Favor is good. Amen. In this, uh, it was just this week, by the grace of God. As you know, I'm a civil engineer by training. I received a letter. A letter uh, awarding me fellowship in the engineering uh, institute. I was shocked. I was shocked. What qualified me to become a fellow? What, why would they choose me? Why did they single me out? Praise God. Nothing but the favor of God. And I see, because it's happened to the head, it will also happen to the, to the body. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see each and every one of Royal House people and those who love Royal House being lifted and elevated in their professional career in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Acknowledge it when it comes. Acknowledge favor when it happens. Appreciate God for it. Because when you do that, you are opening door for more of the goodness of God to come your way. To come your way. You put yourself in a position for more when you do this. David knew this. He always acknowledged the only king on the throne who was dethroned chased out of the palace and brought path to the palace. Why? His gratitude was too much. He always appreciated God. Even in his distress, he acknowledged God. He acknowledged God. Everywhere he turned, he acknowledged God. Let me tell you this. No matter where you are, the favor of God is on you. No matter the state you are in, the favor of God is on you. I'll give you a quick example just before I bring this to a close. You remember Naomi in the scriptures. What was on Naomi's life that Ruth will say, I will go with you. Listen to me, this was a woman that lost her husband. Her two children died. What was in her life that would still make somebody like Ruth say, your God will be my God? Should, shouldn't you run away from the kind of person that serves a God like that? Ah, No husband again, widow. The two children that should be consoling and comforting you, they died. Children, no. No grandchildren. He said, don't call me Naomi again. I'm Mara. I'm bitter. But there was still something. There was still something. Look, no matter the negative things you are going to, so to to speak, the favor of God is still on you. It is for you to activate that favor. Isn't it? Can we talk about the lineage of Jesus Christ without not talking of Naomi today? What a life. What a life. What a life. And look at Ruth also. That said, no, she saw something. She was still a good damsel. She could have stayed and married in the place where she was. He said, no, something better is here. When it didn't look like it. But something better was there. Nobody saw it. But she saw it. She saw that the Messiah coming to save the world is still going to come to our bowels. Glory be to God. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. If Christ is in you, listen to me very clearly. Don't ever give up. 
And that is what is taking me to the final one. Refuse to cast away your confidence in any situation. That's the seventh one. Refuse to cast away your confidence in any situation. I am still what God says I am. It doesn't matter what I'm passing through. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter what has become of me today. Rejoice not over me, my enemy. Because when I fall, I will rise. Rejoice not over me. I will not cast away my confidence. Bible says in Hebrews 10, 35, 36, Cast away not your confidence that has great recompense of reward. Cast it not away. Be confident in whom you have believed. If you want favor to work for you, refuse to change your position. Stand your ground and stand strong at all times. This is the word of God. I believe it and that settles it. I am blessed and highly favored. Nothing missing, nothing broken. In the name of Jesus. Lay a demand. These are the, these are the seven, seven positions to take in laying a demand. These are the seven things to do in laying a demand. Number one, you ask. Number two, live a righteous lifestyle. It attracts it. Number three, be expectant. Number four, sow seeds. Sow seeds of favor. Number five, confess constantly and regularly. Number six, acknowledge. Acknowledge every act of favor in your life. When you do that, you open doors for more to come in. And number seven, Number seven, make sure you are confident. You are confident. You do not refuse. I mean, you refuse to cast away your confidence. You refuse to cast away your confidence. And God will bless you. Have you been blessed today? Hallelujah. Come on, lift up those winning hands to heaven. And just begin to acknowledge him in your various houses. Come on, bless him. Give him glory and praise. Give him glory and praise. I know that this week, things will work well for you. Things will work out well for you. In this season, God will lift you. God will promote you. God will favor your cause. God will send men, men that he has touched their hearts to help you well. In the name of Jesus. Come on, give him glory and praise. Give him glory and praise. Lay demand right now. Lay demand right now on the favor of God. Tell yourself you are going to ask. Tell yourself you are going to live a righteous lifestyle. Tell yourself you are going to be expectant from today. Grace to be expectant. Grace to keep on sowing seeds of favor. Grace to confess at all times. The Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Proverbs 18.21 That you will keep on confessing. You will keep on acknowledging God on every way. You will keep on being instant. To be confident in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.